Welcome back inside the Letterman Lounge, everybody. That is Matt Parker. I am Spencer Holbrook. Of course, Matt is the recruiting guy in this operation. We are in the Letterman Lounge, part of Letterman Row, part of the On3 Network. Uh, Matt, let's dive right in. We, we're not going to go too crazy on the show, but there's some, some pretty good stuff that we're going to dive into. Um, so we're not going to waste any time with the pleasantries with with talking about, you know, garbage and how you're doing and things like that, because nobody cares how you're doing. They just want to hear about the recruiting, right? Well, you're right, but I hope you're wrong. <laughs> well, nobody cares how I'm doing either. They care how uh, Ohio State is doing on the trail, Ohio State, Indiana at noon on Fox this week, um, the penultimate uh, home game for the Buckeyes this season. And it's not quite the recruiting weekend we expect for the game in two weeks, but it is still a pretty decent uh, list of future, potentially future Buckeyes coming to the horseshoe to watch the to watch Ryan Day's team. Uh, the number two ranked team in the country, your maybe three or four big names that are going to be on campus this weekend to watch Ohio State, Indiana. I think the biggest name that is, well, not, I think, I know the biggest name that is going to be heading to Columbus this weekend is 2023 linebacker, current Memphis commit, Arian Carter. Uh, This is a guy who has really, really, uh blown up on the scene his senior year out of Smyrna Tennessee did I pronounce that right Smyrna I don't know I don't know I didn't get the phonetic spelling of it so um either way this is a guy who just has exploded on his senior year is is looking absolutely like a power five linebacker instead of a high g5 high group of five linebacker which give all the all the credit to memphis for being able to land a guy like this however a verbal pledge and actual signing day ink drying on the paper two totally different things and we're gonna that's a little foreshadowing we're gonna get into that a little bit later with a couple of other guys but Arian is making his official visit to Ohio State this weekend, is going to spend plenty of time with Jim Knowles, who has been his primary recruiter for Ohio State, defensive coordinator, linebackers coach. Uh, Tennessee is is one of his areas as well. So that's a big weekend for Ohio State. Obviously, Ohio State already has Arvell Reese, 2023 linebacker out of Cleveland Glenville High School. He's already in the class, has been in the class since August um is is there a necessarily quote unquote a need for another linebacker maybe maybe not but if you can get a if you can get a guy like arian in your class i think you take him and and you try and make it work but as as it relates to visits this weekend arian carter for sure headlines uh a sneaky good visitor list dylan stewart uh, 2024 edge out of friendship collegiate academy uh, in the dc area uh, is quote 80 percent sure that he is going to make it to columbus this weekend that 80 percent sure quote comes from chad simmons spent some time in the- yeah 80 percent. how do you gauge that right like how do you gauge that uh, I would say that's a equivalent of the midwestern pretty sure as if you think that you're going to do it uh, Do you think a percentage wise is, is an East Coast thing? Well, I definitely know it's not a Midwest thing. Uh, well, I know that. I'm pretty sure that it's not, but what do I know? Um, 
anyway, uh, Dylan Stewart is another guy that is well, pretty sure that he's coming. And then a 2024 wide receiver, Mike Matthews as well is a name that we are expecting to see. Um, but that is, that is to be seen, to be determined. Um, and then one more name in there, there are your, your usual expected visitors that'll be there like Luke Montgomery, Josh Padilla, Austin Saraveld, those guys are are expected to be there. Uh, 2023 offensive line commits, but all three of their seasons have wrapped up uh, with the Ohio high school playoffs going on. And unfortunately for them, their high school careers are over, but their careers with the Buckeyes are soon just beginning. Um, and I'm I'm expecting those three to be there as well as I know uh, 2024. Sunbury, Ohio, big walnut linebacker Garrett Stover will also be in the shoe on Saturday. And we are working hard to work the work the Twitter and everything else and all of our connections to find out who else will be there. But those are some some of the pretty big names that I know of anyway that will be there. Pretty bold of Luke Montgomery to show up. Uh, I know. After going yeah. to Georgia, after going to Georgia last week. Pretty crazy. Well, that's <laughs> it's pretty joke, cool folks that's a joke i promise that's a good <laughs> joke. uh okay matt so uh that sounds like a pretty decent list um i will say i think ohio state needs another linebacker in this class is that uh you know somebody that we're not talking about right now is it arian carter who i believe will end up at alabama um a lot of people believe he'll end up at alabama but it's worth noting that he's coming on a visit or is it somebody that, like I said, we're not talking about right now? You know, maybe somebody we've heard the name uh, in in a past Ohio State recruiting life, but haven't heard it in a long time. Uh, you know, that that's just something that I'm keeping an eye on. I think Ohio State um, is is working some some quiet connections, figuring out what the linebacker situation is. I mean, look at it this way, Matt. Ohio State took one linebacker in 2021. That was Reed Carrico. Ohio State took two linebackers in 2022, Gabe Powers and T.J. Hicks. And Gabe Powers isn't even uh, certain to be a linebacker when this is all said and done mm -hmm. and then you only take to only take one in 2023 you're talking about you know four linebackers in three years I don't know if that's enough and even in a system that Jim Knowles plays with two linebackers uh, you know Cody Simon's probably going to be back next year I won't be surprised if if one of or both Steel Chambers and Tommy Eichenberg are back but also you know you are losing a couple guys out of that room potentially Pauline Oteote you're probably going to lose Taraja Mitchell so the, the linebacker situation is not as cut and dry as it seems. And so I do think that it's worth noting that Arian Carter is coming for this game um, because there's a pitch to be made by Ohio State. Hey, you know, we, we need we need some linebackers here. There's there's a chance for you to go on the field. Absolutely. And you make a great point talking about the potential depth, you know, at, at linebacker for Ohio State. And with the versatility that Jim Knowles has used his linebackers this year, I mean, last week we saw at one point four linebackers on the field last week against Northwestern. And I am tired of talking about Northwestern, by the way. I just want to really make that cut and dry. I'm tired of talking about that game. Uh, but it, but it's important. You only get 12 of them guaranteed. But there were four linebackers on the field. We've seen sets where there's one, two, three, four. And you got to have depth for that because as we've seen all too well with this Ohio State team this year, Injuries are a thing. Um, injuries are a thing. And, you know, if you're an Ohio State fan, knock on wood that this defense really hasn't had to deal with that as, as much as the offense anyway, for sure. 
Um, and, and you, you want that depth. You want that depth at a position. And even though this is a safety driven defense, as Knowles likes to say, yeah, exactly. Uh, a safety driven defense. Your linebacker is still the most important guy on your defense, no matter what defense you play. Uh, we've heard time and time again throughout the season that Tommy Eichenberg, that defense goes as Tommy Eichenberg goes, and you're going to need more of him. Whether or not Arvell Reese is Tommy Eichenberg, no, he's not. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But the point remains, uh, and I think I'm kind of swaying my assessment here a little more toward your point of view of if you can get him if you can get someone else um or you you know rekindle some relationships with some guys that you know you have been recruiting and you know there were a few guys at Ohio State thought that they really you know were gonna land and ultimately didn't um that's why you never shut down communication that's why you never stop you always keep those channels open because you can a kid can make a decision in July and ultimately an entire football season plays out and one team has two losses and the other team is three games away from playing a conference championship and another game away from being undefeated and going to the playoffs. Yeah. And so we'll see how the chips fall. Uh, Ohio state, Indiana at noon on Fox, should be fun. Going to be quite a, a decent recruiting weekend. I won't say quite a big recruiting weekend. We'll get to that for the November 26th showdown. I hear there's a game going on in Columbus that day, Matt. Um, oh, they say, yeah. You haven't heard. Mm. Uh, we're going to, we're not going to be here too long for this show, um, but we are going to play a little game. Do you like games, Matt? Well, uh, if it's a fun game, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I think this will be a fun game. What, what say you? I think we talked about it a little bit pre-show. Yeah. Uh, we are each going to name one big question uh national signing day the early signing period whatever you want to call it the primary signing period as i like to refer to it as now yeah uh, is in a little over a month um we'll know if ohio state's in the college football playoff if ohio state beats michigan if ohio state wins the big 10 by then um you know our bags might even be packed for for wherever they send us for ohio state uh by that time and with a month remaining it's time to roll out the red carpet and play a game. And that game is we're each going to name again, one big question that we have uh, as signing day nears. So Matt, without further ado, you will be first in the game. What so, is your biggest question remaining for Ohio state as the national signing day is one month away, a little more than one. month. Yeah. 41 days until that signing day period begins on December 21st. Here is my biggest question for Ohio State as it relates to this 2023 class. Can they end this, this cycle as the number one class? Right now, on three has Ohio State as the number four class. They are behind, in order, Alabama, Georgia, and Notre Dame. Short answer is, and this answer differs from what I said to you earlier, no, I don't think they can. And I think they can get awfully close. I think there is definitely an opportunity for Ohio State to finish 
number two. Definitely number three. I do not see Ohio State finishing this cycle as the fourth best class in the 2023 recruiting cycle. Ohio State is still waiting to hear answers from Keon Keeley, Damon Wilson, and Mateo Ugilunle. So those are three five-star edges, defensive ends. It kind of feels interchangeable sometimes to me, quite honestly. Those are three five-star defensive prospects that Ohio State is waiting to hear an answer from. I would say right now, it kind of looks like Alabama is going to get the pledge from Keon Keeley. Uh, but that's still very much a battle between Ohio State and Alabama. You look at Damon Wilson, and even though he is fresh off that visit where Georgia just beat the tar out of Tennessee, quite honestly, and would have beaten them by more if if weather hadn't have happened, um, that, that obviously impacted him in a lot of ways. However, um, Ohio State is trying to get Damon up for the game November 26th so he can have that experience of uh, seeing Ohio State play Michigan especially in Columbus for the first time since what 2018 which is absurd that's absolutely absurd that the first time the game is in Columbus since 2018. Building's gonna be jumping Matt. Oh absolutely if people thought that Ohio State Notre Dame was rocking that the horseshoe will be out of this world November 26th at noon. Um, and then you look at at the case with Mateo, and Ohio State has always been the leader. Uh, it, it is, in my opinion, that Ohio State has always been the leader in that recruitment. USC is making some noise down the stretch here as of late. Uh, you know, they, they keep winning with Lincoln Riley. It doesn't matter how they're winning. They just keep winning. Um, but that relationship that Mateo has with Larry Johnson is untouchable. I mean, if if I can, Matt, go ahead. I do think in November it will matter how USC is winning. That defense is terrible. Okay, it's like the number one hundred and some. I didn't look at the stats because, quite honestly, I don't care. I know I see it with my eyes. That defense is trash, and so I I think like Mateo Uyangalale watches the Ohio State defense continue its upward trajectory and watches whatever USC is doing with its defense. That's why I think Ohio State continues to be the leader here. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe I'm just stupid. I, I know I am sometimes. <laughs> I'll mean, we'll, we'll be honest with you. But I think that this is going to continue to trend toward Ohio State's direction as long as Ohio State's defense continues to trend in the right direction. Absolutely. USC proves that it's going to actually play defense and not run an offensive machine under Lincoln Riley that he ran at Oklahoma. Then I don't see a reason why Ohio State's going to trail in the Mateo Uyangalale recruitment, however long it has to drag out. Go ahead. Oh, absolutely. And you make the point that USC is now just it, is USC West Coast Oklahoma. People are some asking. Are, some are saying people are asking. And Ohio State very well if they hadn't made the defensive changes, Ohio state very well could have been uh, the Midwest Uh, Oklahoma part of the Midwest. Great Plains. Yeah. Ohio state very well could have been the Midwest version of Oklahoma. If they hadn't, if Ryan day hadn't made the necessary hires to fix that defense. And so now we see Ohio state as a balanced team, which is what 
all championship teams aspire to be. You make a great point about Mateo and with this upward trajectory that this Ohio State defense has. And so those three right there, Ohio State waiting on answer to circle it back in, Ohio State waiting on an answer from those three prospects. And then what I wrote about today on lettermanroad.com was Ohio State has remained in communication, has remained in contact with five-star Mill Creek Alabama commit safety Caleb Downs. That is a recruitment that even when he committed to Alabama on July 27th, that is a recruitment that has has not stopped. It has been a relentless effort for Ohio State. And, you know, I think we have seen it shift from just staying in contact to full court press, if we want to use a basketball term here. This is a full court press, all hands on deck thing for Ohio State of this is what our defense has done. This is what we have done. Has our schedule been the same as Alabama's? No, but you know what? We're winning football games. Our defense has won us some football games this year. That safety position at Ohio State, Lathan Ransom's a Thorpe Award semifinalist. I don't see any guys on Alabama's roster that are Thorpe Award semifinalists. This is a defense that, again, to go back to the safety-driven defense, Caleb Downs is a guy that no matter where he goes to school, whether he that commitment to Alabama sticks or he decides that, you know what, this isn't what's best for my future. And at the end of the day, I think I can speak for both of us here when I say we want Caleb Downs to do what is best for Caleb Downs because that's what matters. Yeah, well, it's that's going to lead into my one question, and then you can keep going. It's just Caleb question mark. Like, Yeah. Like, is, like what are we doing here? Is this, is this an Alabama thing? Is it an Ohio State thing? Is it a Georgia thing? So like that that's my big question. I don't want to cut you off, but I also didn't want you to get all the way to the end and then be like, well, my big question is also. Oh, no, 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 no. Cause hey, I play the game. You got to play the game too. Well, here's the thing, Matt. Like Ohio State's gonna get its guys on the defensive line. Like it's Larry Johnson. I don't doubt that like whether it's Keon Keeley, whether it's Damon Wilson, whether it's Mateo Uyangole, like Larry's gonna be Larry on the recruiting trail. And Ohio State's gonna get guys that it thinks are really talented. I, I already like Jason Moore a great deal. And I think Will Smith can be good in, you know, down the line in the future. I think he's a little bit of a developmental guy, but I think he's going to be good. Larry's going to get his guys. Now it's like, what you got, Perry? Like, can can Perry Eliano and this defensive staff shift the narrative so far, you know, 180, that it makes Caleb Downs reconsider a commitment to defensive back guru Nick Saban. And so like, that's the thing for me, like, can Ohio State do it? Can Ohio State pull it off? Ohio State has kept in contact with him. We we've been we've been you know working on reporting that Ohio State's been in contact and just trying to you know eke our way into those waters so not to to make sure that we're not given false information at all. Well, it's out there now. Ohio State is is in serious contact with him. Uh, you know, does that equal a visit? Well, that's going to be on Caleb because he already took his official visit to Ohio State. Does that equal you know an in in home visit from Ryan Day? And Perry Eliano, the week, you know, a couple of days after the, you you hoist a Big Ten championship trophy and get to the college football playoff. That's the big question right now. It is simply Caleb question mark. Because if you can do that, now you're talking about about making some some real, real moves. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. You're fine. And that that just that just goes back to 
again, this turnaround that Jim Knowles has has done with this defense, it's you covered the team, so you're paying a little more. You pay a, a little more attention to this than I do, but the talent has always been there for Ohio State. It's not like Ohio State. This is the exact same. They, it's the exact same players they had last year. It is. You know, obviously you have a few exceptions here and there, and you guys have guys get experience now, but they're playing in a system that is good. Like it's good. They have Jim Knowles, who arguably, right now at least, is the the best coordinator in the country. I mean, Georgia's defensive coordinator, his name escapes me at the moment, so I do apologize there. Um is up there, but what what Jim Knowles has done is exactly what he was supposed to do. And that's paying dividends on the recruiting trail, right? They just got Ohio State just got a commitment from Caden McDonald on Halloween. And they're trending for three five-star uh defensive linemen and edges. And now they're making serious noise again with with Caleb Downs. You and I talked about this in the summer when I first joined that. You know, it, it kind of felt like that it was just between Ohio State and Alabama and Georgia was there in the back, but it was between Ohio State and Alabama. And once again, I mean, yeah, he just went to Georgia for Georgia, Tennessee. He was there with Justice Haynes, another Alabama commit. But uh, I think this is a lot bigger of a narrative than than what we're making it out to be. Um, and yeah, obviously coaches still talk to guys even when they're committed, but if they can, if Caleb has the ability to, and wants to visit Ohio state, what more is there to say? Not sure if he will be visiting Ohio state. There was some chatter from Chad Simmons, a story that he would be at the iron bowl, um, Auburn, Alabama, this, this, this year, this November, um, we'll see if, if, if that doesn't come true, he's not coming for Ohio state, Indiana. We know that. So we did. there's one more game day visit. It's the big one. It's the game. Um, you know, if Ohio State can get him to visit for the Michigan game, that'd be that'd be some prime recruiting territory to try to make up, um, keep him away from Tuscaloosa, from T-Town uh, on November 26th. We'll see how that plays out. Each had a big question, Matt. Can Ohio State finish with the number one class is your question. My question was a little bit simpler, but along those same lines. Uh, that's going to be a wrap, though. Sound good? Sounds great. So. For Matt Parker, I'm Spencer Robert. Thanks for hanging out in the Letterman Lounge, everybody. Uh, we have a Letterman Lounge, the message board. You can do that for a dollar for an entire year. Get the full signing day experience. Get into June recruiting camps with Matt Parker, uh, myself, Andy Backstrom on the recruiting coverage. Get it all right now for a dollar for an entire year. Get you to next November, almost to next signing day, Matt, the 2024 class when Ohio State welcomes Dylan Rayola and the gang uh, to Columbus. So go check it out. Message board is a great time. It's becoming more active day by day. Uh, $1 for an entire year. But for now, we're going to log off. We're going to continue to cover the team where we do it all year long at lettermanrow.com. That's Matt Parker. I'm Spencer Holbrook. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we will see you guys next time inside the Letterman Lounge.